I'm Dr. Sharon Dukes. And I'm Melvin Dukes. We're HBC graduates, proud educators, and most importantly, husband, husband and wife. wife. And you're listening to After School, School Talk, Talk Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of After School Talk, where I'm your co-host Melvin and I'm your other co-host Sharon. You're... I don't know what I'm about to say. <laughs> okay, you look at me for I thought you were about to say something about the volume. What about the volume? Oh, no, it, it came out good this time. Okay, we'll see when we go back and listen to it. We hope so. Anyways. Well, we hope it's going to come out all right. Hope everybody is doing well. We are coming off of our vacation time for our 10-year wedding anniversary. Quick little vacation, quick little out-of-town trip, quick little down-the-road comeback. But it was fun. It was so much fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. That's been my big thing. Genuine uh, fun, like real talk. Yes, yes. Like no set plans um, other than a few restaurants that we wanted to try. Um, but just going with the flow, no responsibilities, just living life. Got your money taken care of, got the money to pay for stuff. It just felt great. When y'all look at the price at the uh, restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and we were in savannah and if you've ever been to any restaurants in savannah you know uh especially if you're trying to order seafood that that stuff adds up quick baby real quick don't add you a little cocktail oh lord and we don't order just one <laughs> that's the problem we never order just one try to be all cute and bougie and then you're like oh who who paying for this join account <laughs> uh, yeah joint account <laughs> we both are we both paying for it that's what it is uh so yeah it was really fun really good time um and it sparked the topic for this episode um before i get started i do want to shout out one of my favorites uh one of my favorite morehouse graduates darkies who sent me a message today and was like hey time for a new episode like going through withdrawal what's going on so yeah we had to take a break for the anniversary but we back at it now we back and we back yes yeah, so uh some background is that if you follow us on facebook or um instagram what's your instagram my personal instagram yeah what's that one dog team educator d-o-g-t-a-m E-D-U-Q-A-T-O-R. Yeah, so Doll Team Educator or Lady Huxtable is mine, which I'm about to change mine to my regular name because child ain't got time. Um, we posted our anniversary uh pictures where we had a photo shoot. And so that inspired this week's episode as well as the conversation of I'ma do me. I'ma do me. I'ma do, I'm do me. Um and kind of getting y'all like behind the scenes as to how that went. So Melvin, the way this is gonna go today, I forgot to say this before we got started. So I'm gonna go ahead and say it now because we don't listen. You get what you get with us. <laughs> um, I really, I have, I know my thought processes with a lot of stuff, and you are really good at asking the questions to get to the root cause of things. Mm-hmm. And I think that is that is how we're gonna get to the the nitty gritty of of the process behind this photo shoot as far as after the after effect. And why the title is I'ma do me, okay? So you're gonna be in your Oprah Winfrey bag of questions today. Mm, okay. okay, thanks for letting me know right here on the spot. <laughs> That's you you know how to do. Yeah, I guess so. I'ma do me. That's name of the episode. Go ahead. I don't even know what like go ahead what? The... Yeah, the song. I was talking about the song. Never mind. Oh, okay. Let's not do that because you're gonna be like, I ain't never you know that song, right? 
I'm a do me. Yeah. I'm a do me. Good job. Who does that? Who is that? Dude, they used to be married to Monica. Uh, Rocco. 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 Yeah. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Rocco song. Okay, so let's start off. Uh, the first thing is this: we decided to, um, well, I said Melvin should. I should say Melvin agreed <laughs> to do a anniversary photo shoot. Um, but the biggest thing is that there was definitely some apprehension to having the photo shoot. Yes. Um, we took pictures for After School Talk podcast for our logo with the gray Ed. Shout out to Ed. So we took pictures with him, Ed Expressions, if you're looking for him on Instagram. But that's different. That's like a business thing. That's mm-hmm. a, okay, we need these pictures taken for this. Cool. Take the pictures, add it to the logo. Good to go. Um, I thought back to the fact that the only other time we've taken professional photos was one time in college. But that was like Olin Mills style for the people in my in the Augusta area or who didn't know of Olin Mills. It was more so like Place your hand here, tilt your head this way, yes. smile like this, drop your cheekbone. Yes. And then add the little uh heavenly blur in the background. Uh-huh. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And it's, and now I be thinking back, like, why did we do that? I don't mm. know I didn't do why we did those pictures, but we did. The outfits, the the or oh, the lack of makeup, oh, it was just mm-mm. and and at that time there was no Instagram, no Snapchat, no no Twitter, not even Twitter. So, um, could have posted them online. I may have posted them on my Facebook, but I don't think I did. Mm-hmm. This was strictly something like to have in the house and to get your mom and daddy, my mom and daddy. That was it. Um, and then the other time was we took um wedding pictures. Mm-hmm. And one more time, mom, when Shaylin was first born, wanted to do a family family picture, Christmas pictures, Christmas video. Yep. So a photo shoot. Well, we need to figure out hair and wardrobe and makeup and how do we pose and who's gonna be the photographer and how much is gonna cost. Mm. This is foreign territory for the Dukes. So, um. We eventually realized uh, we were going to be in Atlanta a couple of weekends um, due to a few weddings. So I reached out to Fatima Mashon in Atlanta, Georgia. Amazing woman. Amazing. Uh, she's from Augusta, went to Payne College, Soror. So I, and I've seen her works before. So I've always wanted to do something with her um, over the past couple of years. But just what and when has been the issue? So eventually we get to the point where we're going to work with her, right? It took weeks for you and I to figure out like clothes, um, concept and all that, those kind of things. But we eventually nailed all that down. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, as soon as I booked her, I was a nervous wreck, nervous wreck. Like, what is we going to do now? That's the feeling I had at least. I don't know about you. Um. Well, I didn't even... It wasn't even a thought on my mind of, you know, that we was actually doing a photo shoot. It was just, okay, we're doing a photo shoot. It is what it is. So, no nerves, nothing like that kicked in at all until the day of, right when it's about to say, or right when she was about to hit the first click. That's when it was like, uh-oh. But leading up to it, no, I was I was straight. I wasn't stressing about what we was wearing. All that was on you. Oh, that was completely on you. Baby, sure. so let me, let me tell you how our relationship works. And and, it, and that right there makes sense. I think ahead. I am very like next week, next two months, next two years kind of mindset. Melvin may be thinking 24 hours, but not too far ahead. So the fact that you waited until time to click to be like, whoa, yes. 
where where are we what did i sign up for that's exactly how you did and and we have discussed in the first 200 pictures that's the face melvin gave in every shot of like i don't know why i'm here i don't wait a minute i didn't think about this so yeah unless we know you personally you're not gonna see all the <laughs> other shots that we had but absolutely in 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 the first set of pictures <laughs> i have the exact <laughs> same look on my face a couple of them i look even worse cause i look like a deer caught literally in, in headlights <laughs> we had to stop the shoe like hey 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 hey, hey. this this definitely ain't oh yeah like, we got to get it together this was like it's like the fact that fatima literally put the camera down looked at you and said what are you looking at like what are you you was like i don't know i don't know what, I don't what know. i'm this not is a, this is definitely foreign territory for me yeah I, we remember i remember you saying even when we got back to the room changing clothes uh at the studio like i have a newfound respect for models like Absolutely. this is not as simple as stand there and it'll happen. Mm-mm. You got to go with the flow, figure out what you're going to do. But she did a good job of like just getting us through the first set. And then by the second set, oh, it was game on in. It was like Melvin knew, okay, okay, I just needed to do one one game. <laughs> and, and now I'm ready for the second round. I can do this. Put on some young Jeezy. Trap or die out. And we are good to go. But then another thing too, like like Tim was saying, uh, it is a little bit different when you're taking pictures with someone, especially in yes. that kind of format. Like like we said, when it's just pose, look here, say cheese, that's cool look for, up, Marlon. A, for a couple of people or a group of people. But when you're actually doing modeling style pictures, right. like we were trying to do, I ain't saying we was doing doing it. We were trying to do some modeling style pictures. It's, it's just so I don't know. It's so, yeah. It's just you like what? But like he said, uh, when it's two people, so it could be a picture where I decided I'm about to smile, and now Melvin about to do a serious face. But because we can't see each other, we looking at the cameras like, oh wait, oh shoot, I ain't know. So we smiling or not yep. smiling? Which one? And then he may decide, okay, I'm about to put my arm around you, and then I'm about to turn somewhere. And he like, wait, what you about to do? Because I was about to do this. So it, 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 the challenge of two people also having to pose and interact with each other and really get a concept going was also a challenge. But we made it. We definitely did. We survived. We definitely did. And then, all right, next step was we got to release these photos. Like, it's our anniversary day. We said we're going to post them on our anniversary. Because mm-hmm. com- that was the whole point of the of the shoot. Uh, we want to do a 10-year anniversary photo shoot. That was, right. that was exactly what it was for. Right. Yeah. And the feedback was amazing. Amazing. Like, my biggest thing is my students' reactions. Like... Students you ain't heard from in years. Other students tagging other students. And, you know, they'll always be little high schoolers to me. Uh, like, in my mind, yes, I know several are married, three kids, uh, you know, whatever. But, no, you are still little high school kids. So, as soon as I see them repost something or like it or share it, I have flashes to those moments of being together with them when they were, when they were kids. Yeah. And hearing them at this age uh show us some love is just that's deep that's that's when my heart was feeling all day i was just like i listen <laughs> to the rest of y'all thank you appreciate all friends and family blah, blah. but my former students like giving the stamp of approval oh that's that's it right there that's 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 <laughs> what i love to see so it's that great feeling right mm-hmm. so now i'm going on the other end of this after all of that i said to myself and this is this is how we get into this this real topic right here baby why was I so scared? Okay. If the feedback has been positive, you it's something you wanted to do. You looked at the pictures yourself and, and were amazed and thought everything came out very well. Why are you so afraid? That is the question. 
This is what I came up with. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> and it wasn't. And to be clear with the question, you weren't afraid to take the photo shoot. You was afraid of posting the photos. That's what we're talking about, right? Um, I think a little bit of both. Okay. I think a little bit of both. So there you go, Oprah. Come on, get afraid, in your bag. Afraid to take the pictures. Why? Um, I think both. I think the reason for both, for the taking and the posting, was because of the um censorship placed on us as blacks and black Christians. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say it again because I know somebody just shouted in their car and said, oh, Jesus, I know. It's the censorship placed on us as blacks and as black Christians. And I can even say as professional blacks. Mm-hmm. The doctor, the teacher, that kind of thing. Um, so if I go back to your original question of the taking the pictures, it's because once I realized the concept I was going for and the wardrobe, I knew that the uh, church folks and the older generation who are, uh, what's the word I want to use, who are bound to respectability politics wasn't going to understand it. Mm -hmm. They, they, they get nervous. They get, they, they become frightful and clutch their pearls when, you know, black girl got a thigh meat out on Facebook. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And a husband got his arm around a leg. That's, people were literally sending me screenshots of just your arm. Like, that's what I like. Melvin holding on to his wife right there, honey. You better grab that leg. And I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, like, Jesus. But it's, it's that fact of th- what what their perception of this was going to be. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So, with that being said, why were... I guess why are you scared of their perception? Like what was the what was the issue? Okay, there are there are there are what we see as uh what's the word I'm looking for? Like you say bounds or boundaries set on yes restrictions, it's limitations and mm-hmm. stuff. But they're bound to it. Okay, you know the millennials and especially the young set of millennials, and then this next generation are like analysis. I do whatever I want to. Yeah, I'm you gonna get this natural hair? Yeah. Or you're going to get um, jeans to work. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you're going to get uh, this trap music. You're going you're like, you're to get whatever, ver- like all of this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and play a part just for you to accept me. Because mm-hmm. that's really what that is. So I was, and I was looking up stuff about respectability politics. And I um, was sharing it with you in the docket. Because one thing about it is is that it is a... It's an a it's it's a way of validating black people to me. Mm-hmm. Are you a good black? Mm-hmm. Are you, you know because and, and and it's crazy when I was reading up on it, it's something I would have never thought about was the images we see during the civil rights march, the civil rights movement with the marches. Right? Mm-hmm. Did you see anybody out there dressed that how they dress for Black Lives Matter marches? No. Black Lives Matter, put your jeans on, Black Lives Matter shirt or whatever. We got, we going out here. Like, let's go, right? And some boots. Right. <laughs> and so, and so we see back then, people were in full suits. Women were in skirts. And, and overcoats. Yeah. Hats on fedoras. Like, it was a, it was, it was like a, a production. But it was to show themselves as respectable 
as of worthy of human rights when in the end we bro we still we still struggling mm-hmm. <laughs> they still don't accept us as 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 uh humans and it and it shouldn't be based upon the way I dress. dress right. You should just treat me as a human because you treat me as a human. Cause, yeah, because I am human. Right. It shouldn't right. be. Oh well, you have to come like this mm-hmm. in order for you to receive validation in the dominant community, mm-hmm. in the white community that I have to look and do this. So what I see is that our older generations, is and let's be clear, for a lot of them, it was life or death. Let me come off respect, respectful and, and not dress and look a certain way because I just don't want no trouble, right? Mm-hmm. But then as years progress, we become victim of it. So now you get a girl who is in is in fear of posting something that ain't got nothing to do with none of y'all. I don't care what none of you think. I don't care. I don't care. But you I've don't been, care, but you do care. Yes, but I've been processed to be like, but you should because you need to, because what if... And I, and I even asked myself, what if one of your former students sees it? I, I mean, <laughs> really and truly, and, <laughs> and yeah, like that's kind of the point. That's why I'm gonna post it because I want them to see it and be and see like that we did a cute photo shoot together, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 that part because you even, especially especially you know this as church kids, as church kids. It gets real technical. I heard somebody saying the other day about how ain't nothing worse than going swimming with like the vacation Bible school group. It was like you got whatever swimsuit that you really want to wear. Ah, uh-uh. they do that one. Ah, uh-uh. he said you bet everybody out here was still got their shirts on and girls can't want to get in the pool can't because the mama still going to be swimming in front of no boys and it's just good Jesus. Like who created all of these standards and restrictions that? We really like we will tell our children you cannot get a job if you have locks. You can't you can't have locks. This, you're not gonna get a job. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You cannot um post on Facebook that you listen to that jungle music. Like don't post that you listen to I don't know, Migos. That's because we don't want people to think that. But why? Why? That, that's the that's the que- that's the question that's never been raised uh for older generation and and I think it was raised amongst them, themselves or amongst each other but it was like don't question no grown folk so whatever they say that's what it is point blank period don't they ain't no questioning them mm-hmm. and and now it has transitioned uh into their now adulthood into their kids their grandkids other children of the church and stuff like that you still don't question you know authority don't adults authority. and stuff like that but now, like you said, with the millennials and, uh, you know, even our generation and younger, it's like, it's not necessarily a question of authority, but I do want a reason for this, this, and this. I do want to know why this happens. I do want to know why we do this, why you say this, mm-hmm. why we act like this, or why I'm supposed to act like this. Mm-hmm. Almost like I, I need some kind of, not validation, but... Uh, Re- reason. I just need a reason. And I think, too, it just... Because some things, when you get a historical context of it, you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I see why we do that. I know, uh, for me, it was communion. I kept wondering, well, why we don't do communion every Sunday? Catholic Church do it every Sunday. And then, um, at our church, they broke down how one issue was it was the... Oh, goodness. If you had a pastor that was a pastor at... um, I, And I don't want to say this wrong. I'm probably going to say it wrong. Sean Palmer, don't kill me. But whatever it was, it was that the person and whoever had the communion and was going to do this, the 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 uh, service was not always in town. 
Mm-hmm. It wasn't like how now we got a church on every every corner. It was like when you when he comes to town or whatever, and that's when we hold church and do this together, right? Mm-hmm. That's like I recognize now the church was the hub of so much fellowship. That's why it was this day at the church and this day and we eating here and we eating here and we having a picnic and doing all these kind of things. And then now that's just done fell off. People be like, no, I can just get up with my family anytime. I ain't got to wait for the church to host us. I can just do it whenever I want to. Right, right, right. So when you look at the fact that uh, things have changed, that's what my mom and I was talking about. Things have changed, but that everybody has not elevated their thinking to that level of change. They see it as some type of feat, like a threat or they don't understand it. So they judge it. It's because you don't understand. You're literally judging because you don't understand. Not because it's a, a wrong thing. It don't fit in your wheelhouse, so therefore... It must be wrong. It must be... Come on. It must be wrong. And and uh, <laughs> what you just said? Yeah. Man, I just had my throat. What what the heck was my throat? <laughs> I know you're getting old there, buddy. Um, but old there. my thing is you 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 choose you choosing not to to understand it or you choosing not to to uh, learn why you know certain things don't happen anymore or shouldn't happen anymore, and and you force it on somebody else. That's where the real problem comes in when you when you force it on somebody it. else. Mm-hmm. Like you just said, don't necessarily fit in your wheelhouse, but. I'm I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. I, I have no no problem with the way we do things or have changed things now. Hold on, I get you. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you one good. What you had to wear to church every Sunday? A suit. Now that you're an adult, have you been wearing a suit to church every Sunday? No. Has that in any way changed, changed your relationship, my relationship with God? With God or changed my worship, <laughs> my praise and worship? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? Like you look back and be like, so I mean, no disrespect. That's the thing, and that's what the older generation doesn't get. Us disagreeing with you is not disrespect. We just don't agree to that. <laughs> like, no, I don't. And that's it. That's it. That's all it is. I just don't just, feel like I just don't do agree. That. Yeah, that's it. But just it is automatically like, ah. I, I remember when I was told that because I had a tattoo, like then my life was over. <laughs> I, I thought I wasn't gonna get a career. I wasn't gonna have no job. When no man gonna love me because I had is it desecrated. <laughs> I, I done messed up my body. Mm. That's what happened. And now I'm going and looking like, mm, got my doctorate, mm. got a career, yeah. husband, child, mm-hmm. everybody eating good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, what what happened? What happened? What was the what was the problem? Maybe maybe your uh, tattoo disappeared and it's really not back there anymore. That's why you <laughs> you were so blessed. <laughs> I don't know that it's gone. And I even it thought about this. Gone. Hey, bro, I even thought about this. I thought about that. Well, what if I had a modeling career? Like I was a swimsuit model. I said I can see how then you know maybe having a tattoo could affect something. Then I said no, makeup. Yeah, or I would they, just cover it up. Or or they got a, a digital uh, imaging yes, team that can Photoshop. just Photoshop it out. Okay. Like you, but we really were taught these things. Uh, uh, men, boys getting earrings. Oh, yeah. oh no, yeah, your life is over. Definitely, wear you it. get an earring. Definitely. Matter of fact, what? I'm gonna say this one. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Um, but my, there's a there's an older. <laughs> he ain't gonna hit us no way Yeah, he probably won't. But there's an older actor. Um, I want to say it's Morgan Freeman, and I could be very wrong. But let's just say it's Morgan Freeman, and it probably Freeman. is. But anyway, my dad was like, uh, and this to your earring point. My dad was like. I just don't understand why y'all boys got to get these earrings. That's just like, I don't even like one of the uh, actors no more. I said, who, Dad? Uh, you know, one of the older guys. And let's just say Morgan Freeman. I, I just don't like him no more. Once I found out he had an earring, I said, what? <laughs> you don't like Morgan Freeman as an actor because you found out he has an earring? <laughs> 
Are you serious? Hey, baby, getting an earring, get you kicked out of church. Yeah, yeah, nope. yeah. But my, my dad is, is old school, alumna dev, he, but he is old school. Like, he's sticking to it. That's his thing. It, is, so. it is what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is what it is. My daddy is the exact same thing, One thing I can definitely say about my dad is he understand that's his household. It's my household. I'm, I'm growing now. It's like... All right, I I, res- I respect whatever you're doing, son. Yeah. It is yeah. what it is. Cause you, that's the that's the thing that I believe this generation had to break that cycle on is being fearful of their perception of things when they know this is not causing me any harm. Right, and that you gotta kind of trust and move past because they will send you a sense of of discouragement. And a sense of panic that's really not needed. It's not warranted, but you don't understand it at the time. You're just fearful. Like, oh God, I, I don't know how what they're gonna think of da, da da da. And it puts you in this box because this is what I realized, Melvin. If I stopped at the point of fear of what the other, like the church or professionals or whatever thought of this photo shoot, I would not get to the results I have. I would not have had this show and this picture, this shoot and this, these pictures to show for it, right? Right. So it made me realize a lot of times, bro, on the other side of fear can be happiness. Absolutely. If you get over the fear, you know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Once I can get over it and just be like, I'm not worried or concerned with you, then I can reach the happiness. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just like you getting on your fear of plane and stuff like that. <laughs> but on the other side of that plane ride. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful destination. Once we land Hello. in the Dominican. Hello. Okay. Once we land in Jamaica. All right. Hello. I don't want to go back. But then I'd be like, Lord, you got to get back on the plane. Oh, you got to get back on the plane. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. But that's really what it is. I think that we have to uh, encourage the next generation to not be boxed in like that. Get when out I, of that fear. When Let I say black is not monolithic, that's my biggest thing. Black is not monolithic. I can be a... A uh, higher education professional that listens to trap music, worships the Lord, and cuss all at the same time. You're not gonna Amen. box me in like Amen. that. Amen. Amen. Now see, and let's be real clear. Grandma and granddaddy all did all the same things too. Okay. And and some that you see what I'm saying. Grandma and granddaddy did all the same things. They did all the same things, but you figured in y'all's generation, you kept those things hidden because somebody done told you. Don't let nobody know you over there listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay. G- well, what what's gonna happen <laughs> if we tell everybody that we we listen to music or that we go out and hang out or that you go to the bar like it's don't let nobody put their fears on you now they're they're um, and when i and let me be clear too about this i'm not saying be outrageous like show up to work in in lingerie no we're just saying hey be you mm-hmm. i'm gonna do me i just wanna and i'm gonna, and i'm gonna read this to you because this is a part in this thing that I wanted the everybody to hear. So when they were talking about respectability politics, um, and they're talking about uh the civil rights marches. This is what um I read. It's on a you just type in respectability politics, like this the second thing that popped up, but I really d- dug into some other stuff. All right. As Higginbotham writes, civil rights marches wanted to look clean cut because they wanted people to see them and say, these are the respectable people. Look at these people. They're not even different from us. Their cause is something that we can identify with. Right? Here goes the next thing. The truth of the matter is white people can dress any kind of way and have a right to vote. They don't have any restrictions to how they need to dress in order to have the right to vote. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. While respectability politics has been used for certain positive outcomes, 
It has fundamental flaws. Respectability politics oppose the idea that the supposed worthiness of a marginalized group should be evaluated. That is, by comparing the traits and actions of the marginalized group to the values of respectability set solely by the The dominant dominant group. group. Okay? Yes. See what I'm saying? So when we go into stuff, because I don't think people even think about this, when we go into stuff like Monique with this bonnet, mm-hmm. but we go back and look at pictures from during the times of slavery, black women always had some type of thing on their head. Some kind of head covering. Head covering. Mm-hmm. Bruh, have you been in Georgia humidity and you got a relaxer? That thing don't go together. Oh, not even having a relaxer. Just any, just have just have hair. <laughs> just be a black woman with hair. Have hair in the South. <laughs> in the South. It ain't, it, it don't, you it don't. run into some issues. It don't give what it's supposed to give, honey. <laughs> Okay, you need sometimes you need to cover it up and do whatever you got to do because it's it's a lot going on with it. Okay, but how many times have you ever seen white women do that? They don't wear head coverings. So then down through the years, when it's in order to look like them and do like them, we don't do those things. No, who told y'all that? Right, because it don't apply to them. It's it's just like saying, uh, um, I don't know. You take two different sports and you one sport say where you should be wearing you know these kind of uniform, that kind of uniform, whatever. But if I don't play the same sport as you, I don't mm. require the same uniform as you. Mm. I can't play basketball and wear a hockey uniform. Like Ooh. it just won't work. Mm-hmm. You know, I Preach. I can't I can't be a swimmer and I'm wearing all the clothes that a that a that a, a golfer might wear. Like mm-hmm. you you just can't you can't be two separate groups and and apply the same kind of rules. You know, to, to to every single thing, and and speaking of on hair, that's just one of them. That that's just one thing. <laughs> There's several other things that we can go into, but the hair thing, that's just one thing. Like, you a white woman, she's a black woman, y'all don't have the same kind of uh, uh, issues going on when it comes to hair. Yes, and it's just like, the same way we ain't going to tell them, like, you need to put some grease on your scalp. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't don't tell me what I I need to do with mine. It's just... The, really and truthfully, what respectability should have been was I respect your culture and I respect your culture and you do what you need to do for yourself. And that's what you it should what all you need be to about. Do for yourself. That's, that's what, what, it, what it should all be about. I thought about when we did those uh, clinical rotations at Johnson, you know one thing, doing with the healthcare people, you know we couldn't have nails. And, and heaven forbid you got a color on your nails. You can't have colors on your nails. You cannot have artificial nails. Your nails have to be this, this, this. Bay, bay. Go on, a, go on the doctor's office right now and tell me every every nurse don't, doesn't even have their nails done or a color or something on them. Mm-hmm. So I go back and I think about that thing. I said, now who, yeah, who made the mandate that you couldn't have color on your nails? Because obviously, when we got into the real world, the rules didn't apply to everybody. And and once again, asking questions, why? Mm-hmm. Why? Why couldn't I? Is it a distraction to somebody? Mm. Where my nails, you know, leave some kind of residue somewhere? Like, mm. what's the reason? I can't have nails and I can't <laughs> Come on, have Cardi. color. What was the reason? <laughs> because of what reason? Mm-hmm. And, I, and, like, we all understood the whole length thing, but I can't even have no color. And my job is to take people's blood pressure. Like, what's this? Well, I type up here front and handle the paperwork. What they got to do. I'm like, I ain't back there in surgery. And even when we get to surgery, I'm putting gloves on. But still, even, you know, whatever your medical requirements, that's different. Listen, listen to me when I tell you, we can go, like you said, we can go through a host of things. We are still seeing now students who can't walk across the stage because they got locks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does that have to do with yep, anything? Yep, yep. What are you talking about? But that's, that's the side of, um, 
the world that I think that the older generation wants to preserve and that the younger ones are trying to break free of. Definitely. Absolutely. You know, so I'm thankful we got through the photo shoot. Pictures turned out well. We at least know how to do one or two poses now in our life if we ever got to do it again. If just, we do it, and we do it again, yeah, we're going to be the same two. poses. Yeah. We're going to have on different, different outfits. outfits. with the same look. Say that, because that was stressful, baby. <laughs> but, but it came out cute. Okay, so what we have coming up. Mm-mm. So this is what I'm excited about to share with y'all. We are going to be doing a couple of our last episodes um, for the podcast um to round up uh july and august but well to round up july really um but we are going to have the fall semester kickoff for the podcast is how i want to kind of do it melvin that's what i'm thinking that we're going yeah, to break out find everything right along with the audience yeah he'd be like oh okay what we doing timmy but i told you this before but i just i just want to say it out loud to them um, but I told you just before is that we will have our episodes broken up into fall semesters and spring semesters, just like regular school life is broken up into semesters. We are slowly, Melvin, you got what, two weeks left before you go back to work? Or three? No, no, let's not talk about that. Okay, sorry. Let's not talk about but that. But we're slowly preparing for oh, him geez. to go back to work. I go in the morning, team. <laughs> so uh, it's about to be game on. So the best way to make sure we continue with the content is to do that. And um, by the kickoff, we'll be ready to be on YouTube. I feel it. I feel it in my spirit. He'll probably have his little mask on by the Wait, end. let's go. You said by the who? By the what? By the kickoff. By the fall semester kickoff, we're going to be on YouTube. As a what? Blank screen? No, it's a color. Us in color. Where we sitting right now, and it's the camera be right there. That's why I got that new ring light thing. All right, so that's been this episode. Uh, y'all hold it down. Have a great work week or still vacation week. Take your last minute vacation. Get out of town. Do something right quick before the semester uh, begins for you or your child or your cousin or your nephew or your yep, grandkids or, or your YouTube whoever. channel starts. He Peace. Got- <laughs>